Welcome to the Wisdom School, a podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. Here you'll find selected readings from ancient texts, clips from the In Search of Wisdom podcast, and meditations on the art of living. To learn more and subscribe to our daily newsletter, visit perennial.substack.com. We generally try to define terms, and there's a, a few that come to mind, obviously, uh, that have already come up, the, the free will, determinism, and maybe another would be um, compatibilism. Could yeah. you take all the time you need to maybe unpack how we should uh, think about those three? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I'm not a philosopher, but I've uh, delved quite a bit into it in writing the book. Um, determinism is the idea that um, our behavior is caused by factors we don't know about and can never know about and certainly don't control. And so we're looking for the mechanisms that determine our behavior. And from that sort of reductionistic perspective, we're going to drill down into the brain and the past and the neurochemicals. Uh, there's no room for a choosing self. Um, compatibilism is the philosophical position that, well, there might be some kind of room or consistency between a um, materialistic worldview and the notion of a phenomenal self, that is, us, the people we feel ourselves to be, um, having some effects or making some difference in the world. And so, uh, you know, it's about trying to find a middle way. <clears throat> the compatibilists are, are, they don't want to throw science out, but they also don't want to throw our common experience of deciding what to do every day. What shirt do I wear? What career do I pursue? Constantly making decisions, and it seems really important to acknowledge that, and maybe there's ways to think of it that doesn't turn it into something magical or unscientific. Maybe it can be approached um, empirically. Hmm. And how about um, the idea of free will? Like, how are you defining it in this uh, in this book? Yeah. Um, I see it as an evolved capacity of the human mind, and I can make some arguments for the evolved part of it. Uh, but it's an ability to um, take stock of your condition, um, recognize when you're dissatisfied or you want to change something, start to ask yourself questions about what to do. You know, what's the, what's the right answer to this situation? And then uh, be able to recognize the answers that your non-conscious mind begins to provide you as a result of you having posed it these questions. So it's kind of a dialogue between conscious and unconscious processes where there's an important role, I think, in um, <clears throat> the questioning mind, uh, conscious questioning mind in directing what happens in its own brain that it doesn't know about. It doesn't control where those answers and intuitions are coming from, but it sets up that process by calling on the brain for work. And so I see free will as um, what we're doing when we're asking ourselves what we want and then listening to the answers we get and making a choice that, that hopefully reflects uh, what's going to be good for us to do. Mm. Let me ask a, a curiosity question, Ken, as we've been talking about 
these three, determinism, free will, compatibilism, you don't really often hear about that middle way as you described it, compatibilism. It, from a psychological perspective, not even just on this topic, but in general, why does it seem like we swing from one side to the other on so many topics? You know, like the pendulum doesn't really stop in the middle way um, too often, it seems. Yeah. Well, you know, there's um, sociological forces. You want to um, have a position that's recognized and that tends to push us in more extreme directions to one side or the other. Um, the, the middle position tends to be unpopular. Actually, I wouldn't say that because compatibilism is the most popular uh, position on free will by philosophers. There's quite a bit of data on that. 70% and only 15% believe in uh, strict determinism. So it's, you know, it doesn't mean that it's correct, that it's popular, but it also means that it's not that rare um, to, to try to take the middle position. And I think that's actually one definition of, of wisdom, that it's seeking balance, you know, between opposing polarities. And I think compatibilism is trying to do that with respect to this difficult question. Thank you for listening to this clip from the In Search of Wisdom podcast. I hope you found something useful for daily life. Listen to new episodes of In Search of Wisdom every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. For those interested in more tools for the art of living, consider subscribing to Perennial Meditations on Substack. Until next time, be wise and be well.